it's good to be able to go and deliver a Dementia Friends session at the end of it say to people, thank you for your time, thank you for listening. I was diagnosed in 2014 with vascular dementia and I have a great life. After initial denial and dread about her dementia diagnosis, Sue Strawn's awareness raising now includes appearing in a new TV series. My name's Gareth Bracken and I met a woman making a difference. Sue Strawn has just driven us through the country lanes that lead to the beautiful Herefordshire home she shares with partner Sheila. Dressed in a shirt and jumper of different shades of blue, Sue's manner is warm and chatty and she is both interested and interesting. Her house is in a rather rural location and our conversation kicks off against the backdrop of green fields and row upon row of apple trees. So usually I begin by checking someone's name, which is usually quite straightforward, but for you with the surname, there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a slight story there, isn't there? There is indeed, yes. Yeah. So my name's Sue Strawn. Uh, it's spelt Strachan, S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N, but it's definitely pronounced Strawn. It's a Scottish surname. Uh, my father was always very insistent that we pronounced it Strawn, and it's basically because our family are from north of the Tay, now, Sue is certainly no stranger to challenging misconceptions or setting the record straight. She has dedicated herself to improving people's understanding of dementia since her diagnosis with the condition nearly five years ago. Sue, now 63, had a career centred on books, including 11 years as a sales rep for publisher Ladybird. She enjoys reading crime novels and listening to music, and she has played a lot of hockey over the years. And as for her personality... I think I'm kind and caring slightly grumpy from time to time. I like to think I'm amusing and thoughtful. I think they call it quick-witted. You know, I can usually come up with a, a witty response to something. And I like to make people laugh. I'm also quite emotional. Sue has been with Sheila, who runs her own training consultancy, for nearly 27 years. We're both very different and have very different interests. So Sheila, for example, is what I would call much more cultured than I am. She enjoys uh, classics, uh, as in um, sort of classical history. She likes to go to the opera, to to live theatre, none of which I enjoy. (laughs) But I think, in a way, the differences have, have helped make the relationship work. We had a, an arrangement that for every hockey match she came to watch, I would go to an opera or to something classical. And in the 26 years, I have been to one opera. <laughs> and she has been to countless hockey matches. Just before Christmas 2012, Sue experienced transient global amnesia, TGA, a neurological disorder that causes sudden loss of short-term memory. I drove from Hereford to Surrey... Uh, stayed the night at a friend's in Surrey and the following day she and I chopped down a holly tree using my chainsaw and I have no recollection of the journey or of staying over or of cutting down the holly tree. So we went to uh, the local hospital there and fortunately one of the staff recognised this as a a transient global amnesia and said that I would... uh, I would probably make a full recovery and never have another one. But it soon became clear that she wasn't functioning as normal, including repeating herself 
and struggling to find the right words. After 19 months of GP visits, appointments with clinical psychologists and a series of tests and scans, Sue was diagnosed with vascular dementia in September 2014, age 57. And then after that, I spent quite some time in denial, uh, not believing that they'd got it right and that actually I was fine because the, the idea of a vascular dementia was terrifying because I, my experience, it had been an elderly neighbour who had become quite aggressive, quite violent, uh, and I had no other experience, really, of, of dementia other than my father had what was called senile dementia in the late 70s, but it was non-specific... Um, <clears throat> And again, it was really just about memory. So I think I was probably stereotypical in my uh, knowledge of dementia. It's old people and they forget things. Although eventually relieved that the problem had at least been identified, Sue also felt a sense of dread. I didn't have the belief at that time that I could do anything positive with it. Dementia affects Sue's life in many ways. I get very, very tired. I really struggle with fatigue. Um, and I often sleep during the afternoon. I will have a couple of hours sleep. Otherwise, in the early evening, I'm pretty useless. Uh, and I will struggle for words and be tired and snappy. Um, my my head for, for maths and um, figure work was never great. And now it's d- abysmal. I also have no concept of the passage of time. I couldn't tell you how long we've been sitting here talking. It could be four hours, it could be five minutes. Mm. It, it, that's, that's quite difficult. My concentration is very poor. Um, and I do struggle for words. Sue says she can put on a good public face, which makes people question her diagnosis. But in reality, her confidence has actually taken quite a knock. I do have some very dark days, which I don't tend to share with people. Um, And I think that's just the nature of it. You know, I can wake up some mornings and think, "Uh uh-uh, not a great day today. But then something might happen that will change that. Sue has received strong support from all sides, friends, family and Sheila. Sheila is absolutely solid. People refer to their partners as being their rock, but she absolutely is. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know how, I mean, it, it, it's hard to, to put this into words, but I don't know how I would cope if I didn't have Sheila. I've always pretty much relied on Sheila and I'm now conscious that I'm having to rely on her a lot more. And I often say to people that when they, they commiserate with my diagnosis, I actually worry much more about Sheila than I do myself because she's the one who's going to see the changes and have to live with those changes, whereas I probably won't be aware of them. And you're happy to refer to her as your carer? Is that, is that a phrase that you we sort of do it slightly amused in a slightly amused fashion, but yes, she is. You know, I, there are certain things now I can't do without her support. Sue says that the nature of her condition means her health could deteriorate very suddenly. Although it wouldn't be the right thing for everyone, Sue's pleased her doctor has put a DNR order in place for her. This says that no one should try to resuscitate Sue 
if her heart or breathing stops, something she's in agreement with. Having spoken with the medical profession, I'm actually a lot happier now that I've got that in place. Um, because the idea of being trapped inside my body and not able to communicate is, is terrifying. And I think it's important to address those things now while I still can, while I've still got the capacity to do that. And yes, it's scary and it's an emotion. It's a very emotional thing to talk about. But as I say, I do feel much calmer now I've got those things in place. So, to recap, Sue Strawn, 63, lives in rural Herefordshire with her partner, Sheila. Sue was diagnosed with vascular dementia in September 2014 after 19 months of GP visits, appointments with clinical psychologists and a series of tests and scans. Sue's dementia means she gets very tired while she also struggles with numbers and has no concept of the passage of time. Sue is pleased that her doctor has put a DNR order in place for her, which says no one should try to resuscitate her if her heart or breathing stops, something she's in agreement with. Having concluded that she can indeed do something positive, Sue has been promoting and raising funds for dementia research. She is also a Dementia Friends champion, delivering information sessions to local organisations and businesses to raise awareness and bust myths. She waits until the very end of these to reveal her dementia diagnosis. I think that's really important actually because I think if you say at the beginning, I live with dementia, they're going to be looking for, ah, yeah, she forgot that, she got that wrong. Or, and, and, and it's quite impactful to be able at the end of it to say, and, and I think it makes people think. Sue is an ambassador for the Dementia Revolution, our partnership with Alzheimer's Research UK that was Charity of the Year for the 2019 London Marathon. Money raised will help fund the UK Dementia Research Institute. Sue ran the marathon last year, raising thousands for dementia research. I needed a challenge and my GP had advised me the only thing that I could do to help my condition was to be fit and to keep my um, manage my cardiovascular risk, that's the actual expression. I had no idea how hard it would be. Uh, and the further I got into it and the more publicity there was, the more pressure I felt. Um, you know, I was going to be letting all these people down if I didn't do it. And so for six months, I ran every Sunday a longer and longer distance. You know, I was out for hours. How best could you describe the experience of running a marathon? It's still, I still don't believe I did it. If I didn't have the photographs and the videos, I almost wouldn't believe I did it. I don't remember very much at all from the actual day. But I also have a huge sense of pride. It's probably the, the greatest achievement of my life so far. And I raised, in total, £18,000. Sue also took part in a new Channel 4 programme, The Restaurant That Makes Mistakes. The five-week experiment brought a group of people with dementia together to run a restaurant, serving celebrity guests and members of the public. The programme makers aimed to have a positive impact on how dementia is viewed, although Sue admits to having had initial concerns about being involved. I was very worried about any um, possibility of it being edited to make us look like idiots. But I, it became very clear, actually, as the, as the um, process um, continued, that the TV company were indeed 
a very caring company who wanted to make sure that this programme portrayed us as we really are, uh, warts and all, if you like, but not um, to make it look as though they were taking, taking the mickey out of us or making fun of us. And the fact that we were given the opportunity to watch the episodes before they were televised for accuracy and fairness was really, really heartening um, because that doesn't happen with reality TV. You know, you sign up for it and, and it goes out as it is or as, as the producers see fit. But in this case, it is a very, very fair reflection of what happened. And it's both moving and hilarious. Supported by Michelin-starred chef Josh Eggleton, team members were trained to take on specific roles, with Sue working mostly behind the bar. Initially, I had real reservations about managing my own condition and, because I was one of the more able people, having to help colleagues. And I found that a real challenge. But actually, it worked. And I think those of us who were more able did have the backs of those who weren't quite so confident. Mm. I think probably for me the most challenging, and this is actually televised, was the day that Josh wasn't going to be there. And we didn't know he wasn't going to be there until we got for our team meeting in the morning. Mm. And we were all pretty gobsmacked because he was the... We thought he was the glue that held us all together... And at the end of the day, we realised, Josh who? <laughs> but it was challenging. So how did Sue find the overall experience? Exhausting. Emotional. Hilarious. Fun. Heartbreaking at times with some of my colleagues' stories. But I'd do it again tomorrow if I felt that it was going to keep keep people's minds focused, if you like. Sue sees her TV appearance as another platform through which she can spread her message. I hope it will make people more aware of the different types of dementia, the fact that people with dementia do still have something to offer and can still work. Sue will continue to raise dementia awareness in the belief that she can make a difference. It's just my story, but actually it does seem to have touched a chord with, with, struck a chord with people. And if I can get out there and bang the drum a bit, then all to the good. Next steps. To become a Dementia Friends champion, see dementiafriends.org.uk. Visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash research to learn more about our dementia research. For our Keeping Active and Involved 1506 booklet, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash publications or call 0300 303 5933, local rate. This was a podcast version of the article called Bang the Drum in the June-July 2019 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Chris Hosker. For more magazine podcasts and links to other Alzheimer's Society podcasts, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash podcast. As well as print copies, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the print magazine or the CD, call 0330 
0333 0804, local rate.